Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man on. His name is Austin Hine. He's the Director of Political Operations, National Association for Gun Rights. Austin, nice to meet you. How are you? Doing well. by yourself, Joe? I'm doing very well. I appreciate you coming on today. Uh, the website is gunrights.org. Already love the website. Just hearing about it today. But if it's going to be about gun rights, I'm all for it. What's interesting here is you've got a couple of cases that are happening in a couple of states. You might expect it would be Massachusetts. One of the states is. You might expect the other one is Washington State or maybe New York. Tennessee is, tr- is trying to restrict the Second Amendment. If you don't mind, let's start from the start. Um, what exactly are they trying to do in these states? Well, uh, with Tennessee, it's kind of a constant ongoing negotiation process. Uh, basically, the governor, who is a Republican, Governor Lee, uh, is called on uh, the legislature to come back for a special session after the session's already over uh, to pass some sort of gun control bill. They don't even know really what it is, but they got to do something. You know, politicians always like to do that, uh, whatever something is. Now, uh, some establishment gun lobbies have already gone in there and tried to negotiate with some weak Republicans and trying to come to some sort of deal. Governor Lee wants uh, a red flag type bill, uh, which obviously we're adamantly opposed to. Uh, and I'm not even sure that really there's much of an appetite for that in the legislature, to be honest. Uh, but that's why we're coming in as the National Association for Gun Rights, trying to lay down the law and make sure these legislators stay in line. Why is it that the Second Amendment, do you think, Austin, is the one that's attacked so often? Because it says shall not be infringed. It says keep and bear. The Supreme Court has has, uh, said that the well-organized militia is the citizenry. They've also said that you've got the right to carry a gun to protect yourself. So why is it that the Second Amendment, all the other amendments, you know, the, the left will go, hey, free, free speech, I can burn a, a flag if I want. Free speech, I can I can yell and scream in front of a, a Supreme Court justice's house. You can't infringe upon that, but for some reason we can always infringe upon the Second. Why? I'm sure there are a lot of reasons that they come up with, but as far as what I think their main reason is, is that the Second Amendment is what defends all the other civil rights you have. And without that, tyrants will be able to run over you on everything, including free speech or your right to uh, uh, your papers, uh, your right to due process. All right. of those are, are gone if the Second Amendment is gone. Uh, Tennessee, again, I want to focus on Tennessee, if you don't mind. Uh, gunrights.org. That, of course, is where the, the Christian school was attacked by this trans activist. And, so, and six people were killed. The activist was taken out by a cop. And this is also where we saw the actors in the legislature. The one, the one kid is acting like Malcolm X. He didn't look anything like that four or five years ago in college. Um, but these people have jumped on this as they always do, uh, the far left, and they've tried to make something out of it as if there were a law that would have stopped the trans activists from going to the school and killing innocent people. What law is it that would have stopped this person knowing that it's against the law to bring a gun to a school, it's against the law to kill innocent people? No gun control law, I'll tell you that. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, we're actually in support of laws to help uh, make schools harder targets. So allowing teachers to carry, arming teachers, uh, arming school officials, providing for security, things like that. Also, uh, Tennessee is a constitutional carry state, but it's one of our weaker constitutional carry states. So we're also recommending the Tennessee legislature, if they're going to do something, is to fix their constitutional carry law and enable citizens to be able to protect themselves. I'm guessing that's not what they're trying to do, though. I'm guessing they're trying to restrict our our access. By, by the way, I'm in Texas. I've got an LTC, license to carry. Not even a CCW anymore. They just changed it to, you got a license to carry, you can carry. Um, so I, I therefore could go to Tennessee. That's what constitutional carry is. If, I, if I've got the ability anywhere, I can have the ability there. Is that, that's right, right? That, that yeah. it's, it's, it's reciprocal, basically. If, if the well, law states I can here, I can there? 
Uh, constitutional carry is the ability to carry a firearm without a government permit, period. Period. Okay. So uh, con- Texas is also a constitutional carry state. So if you have a firearm there, as long as you're a law-abiding gun owner, you're able to carry open or concealed without a government permit. So, That's uh, our concept. We push that uh, in the entire country. We have 26 states uh, who recognize that as a right currently. Yeah, but why did they have to? Why did the 26 states have to even do that? Because again, we can go back and read the actual text of the the Second Amendment, and it basically says you can, and it doesn't say anything about registering, doesn't say anything about a license. In fact, a good friend of mine, Ted Nugent, is on the the board of directors for the NRA, mm-hmm. and he says, "Why do we have to have a piece of paper at all? Register? What are you crazy? I'm not going to register the a right that I have given by God." I mean, he's correct in that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, the Second Amendment should be your only carry permit, but you know. Judges and courts don't see it that way. So oftentimes we have to go into legislatures and actually pass a bill that reaffirms that without doubt that you have a right to carry a firearm. From the National Association for Gun Rights, it's Austin Hine. Austin, let me ask you about red flag laws because it sounds to me in many of these states that anybody can say, I think Joe Paggs is a risk and he's got a gun. And the government can come in, take my guns away without before me getting due process and then after due process if i prove that i'm innocent which is not what i'm supposed to do in in our legal system then i can get my guns back i mean am i am i characterizing it right that's exactly right and that's a maybe you get your guns right uh back they will put you through a a million legal hoops and uh you have to petition to get your own rights back even though you never committed a crime it's insanity uh the Red flag laws aren't just a violation of the Second Amendment. They're also a massive violation of the Fourth Amendment, of the Fifth Amendment, and the Sixth Amendment. And uh, that's something that we don't really talk about enough, is that the red flag laws in concept and in practice are entirely unconstitutional in multi-faceted uh, ways. So even if there's no evidence of me brandishing the gun, threatening somebody with the gun, if somebody just says I did, they can come in and take my guns. Yeah, if they can if they can say that in a court where you don't even you're not even there to defend yourself, it's an ex parte hearing. Uh, someone say a you know, ex ex girlfriend or um, you know a former coworker doesn't like you, thinks that you might be violent or something like that. They can report you. They can be put in front of a judge. They tell the judge their story, and the judge takes away your Second Amendment rights, and you don't even know about it. Next thing you know, you got police officers knocking on your door at two o'clock in the morning, and they have a list of the firearms you own, and they're going to take them. Yeah, the whole idea of not having a national registry for firearms is so that the government can become tyrannical, know that you and I have guns, and come and take them from us. So why do you think so many so-called conservatives, or Republicans at least, um, are in favor of some sort of red flag law? What, what are they understanding differently than you and I? Yeah, I, I don't really know. I think that they think it's an easy way around uh, around taking away someone's guns. I, they, they think it's something kind of different. They think that they yeah. are supporting police and keeping communities safe while protecting the Second Amendment. But you and I know that's that's a load of crap. Exactly right. Austin Hyde, he's the Director of Political Operations, National Association for Gun Rights. So where do we go from here? Do we need this eventually to get into the Supreme Court where they can say, hey, stop infringing on the Second Amendment? I don't know why every individual state has to do anything because, again, it's in the original Bill of Rights. And it's not, it's before the 10th Amendment, so it's not up to the federal government. Why is it that individual states think they can change something that, again, is in stone? It's the second freaking amendment. Um, does the Supreme Court have to chime in on this? Is that what it's going to take? They've chimed in on it multiple times. The states and the Democrats, they just don't care. And they're going to keep railroading over the second amendment. And that's why uh, 
while we're very thankful for the Supreme Court and their ruling in, in Bruin and in Heller and in Chicago v. McDonald, uh, those are all super important. Uh, it doesn't mean anything if the uh, Democrat legislators are going to continue just to override the Constitution as is. It's a game of whack-a-mole, really. Um, but uh, that means that uh, us as, as voters or as, as uh, citizens need to make sure that politicians face the consequences for overriding the Constitution. I understand what's happening in Tennessee. I've got a pretty big uh, presence and footprint in, in Massachusetts as well, especially in Boston, where there oddly are, are a lot of conservatives. What is Massachusetts trying to do? Massachusetts, oh man, God help them. Uh, they are trying to pass the worst gun control bill I've ever seen. Uh, they have introduced a bill that's 140 pages long that uh, is basically a gun, uh, gun grabber's dream list, a, a wish list. Uh, first, what it does is it actually uh, makes permanent and expands upon a uh, assault weapons ban that was actually originally signed by Governor Mitt Romney back in the day. Don't want to start on Governor Mitten. Do but, not get uh, me going on Mitten. Yeah, I know. Please, please. I know. Me too. <laughs> uh, so when he when he originally banned assault rifles, apparently that didn't go far enough. And I say assault rifles uh, with quotes, really. Um, so they're trying to double down on that definition and vastly expand it, basically uh, outlawing any semi-automatic firearm that is capable capable of holding ten or more rounds. And they're not stopping there. Uh, they're also uh, saying that every single magazine, uh, every f- feeding device has to be serialized and registered with the government. Uh, they are expanding their red flag law, which they already have, uh, and basically saying that not just uh, ex-girlfriends, the people that know you, it could be a school teacher, it could be a physician. These people can now report you now, too. They are going for everything, a complete eradication of the Second Amendment, if you ask me. Can those protecting the governor and the legislature in Massachusetts still carry 10 rounds or more in a magazine? I'm, I'm guessing they probably can, right? Yeah, they're uh, they're exempting law enforcement officers, of course. Of course. So, uh, yeah, the gov- so, government rights for the for me, but not for the, you know. So so what do you do about that? Is your organization directly suing Massachusetts to stop this? Does a citizen of Massachusetts have to do the suing? How does it work from there? Because well, we, 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 we know this is this is unconstitutional. We understand that. But they don't care. As you said, they'll keep on changing laws and, and making you play whack-a-mole. So what do you do? Well, we actually are suing the state of Massachusetts over the 2004, the Mitt Romney ban. Uh, and that was before uh, the this new bill came into existence. So, you know, if this bill becomes law then, yeah, we're going to have to be talking about maybe legal action of, of another kind. Who knows? Hopefully, we're trying to stop the bill in the legislature, even though Massachusetts is overwhelmingly Democrat, like 95% blue. We actually might have a chance of stopping it. And the reason I'm telling you that uh, is so the National Association for Gun Rights issued a travel advisory. Uh, we put a lot of pressure on the state of Massachusetts. We told gun owners, either pack your bags and get out or... Uh, or be prepared for tyranny. And I think the Democrat politicians are starting to see that maybe this isn't so easy for them to do that. And uh, they know that they're going to be wasting their own taxpayer dollars on, on court fights and things that they're so almost certainly going to lose. And uh, hopefully we're getting them to back down a little bit. The, uh, the house speaker said, uh, maybe we won't pass that bill quite yet. We'll see what happens after August. Now, from an organization standpoint, from us, we see that as a delay tactic. They're trying to make sure, trying to make uh, gun owners calm down a little bit, go away, right. maybe forget about it, and hopefully they can, you know, 
uh, go away from the pressure. But uh, we're not going away, and we're going to be doubling down uh, all the way through August and all the way through election season. It's uh, Austin Hine, Director of Political Operations, National Association for Gun Rights. If people go to gunrights.org, what are they going to find? They're going to find uh, a whole host of resources on our state fights, on our federal fights. We have a bill watch page to watch every single uh, bill that's going through Congress. We have uh, petitions to help you get involved uh, to, to take back our legislatures and take back our Second Amendment. Everybody should go there. Everybody should understand what the Second Amendment means. I, I hate that the left has been able to define AR or an AR-15 as an assault rifle. It's not. It's Armalite, obviously. Um, right. I hate that they're able to call semi-automatic automatic. You've got a lot of these pe- people that are in, in federal office, you know, in, in Washington, D.C., lying that you, you pull the trigger once and 100 bullets fly out. None of that is true. They've been lying about it constantly. I'm so glad there's an org- organization like your organization out there. And I'm buoyed by the fact that you just told me that Massachusetts, which is very blue, especially in the big cities, um, the, the residents there aren't having it. And, and it's kind of, I mean, they shouldn't have it. This is where the Boston Tea Party happened. This is where people used to stand up to tyranny and say no, and quietly, tyrants have been taking more and more power. Just give me a last word or two, if you don't mind, before I let you go, about what people can do who are concerned about losing their Second Amendment rights. Yeah, you should definitely go to gunrights.org, become a life member for the National Association for Gun Rights. We like to tell people that the National Association for Gun Rights does what you think the NRA does. We are a hardcore pro-gun lobbying group, and we don't take any crap from any politician, and we have been very successful in passing constitutional carry and stopping uh, anti-gun legislation all across the country. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate anybody who doesn't take any crap, Austin. I'll be honest with you. Austin Hine, Director of Political Operations, National Association for Gun Rights. Go to gunrights.org. Thanks, brother. Uh, Let's do it again soon. Appreciate you. Sounds good. Thanks, Joe. All right, man. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. have you we appreciate austin coming on go make sure you check out that website gunrights.org you're doing good work red flag laws are confusing to me because it's basically anybody can say that they find that you're a threat and by the way i know that he's got guns or she's got guns and then the police can just come and take them away no due process without you being arrested without anybody being charged with anything just take them away and now the person who reported you knows that you can't defend yourself i mean how smart is that that make any sense to me. So I'm confused as to why red, red flag laws are ever even looked at by any people on the left or the right. Boston, really? Come on, Boston, you're the Tea Party place. You, you told tyranny to kiss your ass. You're just going to roll over, let somebody show up and, and take your guns, and then if you prove yourself innocent, which you shouldn't have to do in this country, then you could maybe get them back, but now they'll know that you've got the guns? Come on, man. Who said this was okay? Red flag laws are not okay. And it's not it wouldn't be called a red flag law if there were actually um a threat that was made, a verifiable threat, the person should be arrested. And once somebody's arrested, then you can worry about what's going on with with what they have available to you. 
but just to say somebody said, an anonymous tip came in and said that you walked outside and you flashed a gun at somebody. We're going to take all your guns now. What are you, crazy? You must be crazy. So without a doubt, we should make sure that we stay on that when it comes to red flag laws. Not okay. Let me go to uh, Sharon, who's in Minnesota. By the way, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Sharon, what's going on? Hi. Hi. So about the red flag laws, you know, I've been noticing on the Internet, TV, radio, there's all these ads for these counselors, doctors, whatever. Um, If you're feeling blue or, you know, you you need someone to talk to, you know, all this kind of like counseling type stuff. Yeah. So if these red flag laws take hold, well, somebody that you don't even know that you called because you were really blue and sad one day and you decided to tell somebody you think you're suicidal – you know, they could turn around and um, call and, you know, have have you, you know, someone come and take your guns. They could turn you in. You know, I think they're going to – it seems that there's this push for these red flag laws at the same time that they're trying to make everybody mentally ill. Well, I'm with you. you know, be, they're going to try to well, disarm right, people yeah, by, a counselor could actually you know, using these things like, you know – you know, saying you're mentally ill or something like that, you know, emotionally yeah. unstable and stuff like that. A counselor is one of the people that can raise the red that. flag. Sharon, I appreciate you. A counselor is somebody who can literally say it. Now, I don't know if it's on the VA form anymore because during Trump, I think there was a push to get rid of it. But there was also something on the VA form that if somebody coming back from war or somebody coming back from serving needs to get a medical procedure done, one of the questions they were asking is, do you own any guns? They would check a box. Sorry. Because I'm getting the the medical care you promised me by signing up, it doesn't mean that you get to restrict my Second Amendment right. Because now the VA doctor who checks the box that you've got guns can say, I don't think this guy or this gal should have guns, and then suddenly that's raising a red flag too. But she's right. Red flag laws, uh, according to the way some counselor decides they feel about you because you made a phone call or you wanted some help, that's not okay. I don't know anywhere in our history that said you should give up one of your inalienable or unalienable rights because you were having a blue day or you were depressed one day. I don't know any any place that says some of your rights, well, these rights only count when you're having a really happy day. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Coming back. Stay here. Joe Pags. <laughs> 